When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast, where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules and haunted gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk about ending a campaign. Nathan, how do we decide to end a Dungeons and Dragons campaign? When everyone agrees, oh shit, there's nothing we can do about this. It's on fire. And that's it for and today. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> now, in all seriousness, seriousness, there are a few different ways to go about ending a campaign. So to sum up, there's either deciding that you have reached an endpoint or planning in advance to end at a particular point. So in your experience, though, Nathan, which method do you think tends to come up more often? I think it's typically more of a, oh, we've hit the final story beat that we uh, clearly planned out. Whoa, I guess uh, that's it for you guys. And let's move on to the next campaign. You had one goal and you did the goal. That's it. Yeah, honestly, a lot of people think that it's always just going to be you plan out that the thing happens and then you end the game. And yeah, that can happen and often does. But it really is more common than a lot of people think to just make the choice of actually, you know what? No, we've wrapped up things in an unexpected way, and this is the time to stop. Like when we were playing Arc 1 of Riftwake, we weren't planning for the last episode to be the last episode. But then midway through, we realized just as we were recording, just, oh, we're actually wrapping up everything in a very unexpected way earlier than we would have planned on. This is going to be our finale. Fuck. All right. Well, let's go, guys. And that's just a thing that can happen playing D&D, because as we do mention a lot, a DM is going to make plans, but players are going to fuck those plans up a lot. But when you are just playing a game and realize that it's the time to end, like there are a few ways that you can come to that realization. So again, most of the time you're aiming for a planned ending where you have a certain point in mind where you realize, okay, we have a goal. And then when that goal is accomplished, then that is going to be the end of the game. But sometimes, like I said, there are going to be times where that doesn't happen. So something that, again, we do have to reiterate this a lot. Dungeon Masters have to learn how to just kind of roll with the punches a lot of the time because their plans are going to get destroyed by their players. And just being able to realize, oh, OK, so if this is going to be the end, then that means that I want to decide do I want to wrap things up with a nice little bow or do I want to leave certain story threads hanging? And for all methods of ending a campaign, that is a very important one for Dungeon Masters to think about. So, Nathan, what is your preference on nice and tied up campaign or cliffhanger? 
I mean, honestly, I like both. Because you know why I like the cliffhanger ending? <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> I'm a dick. Um, the other reason why I like a cliffhanger ending is that uh, it, it, it's full of possibilities as to what your next campaign can be. And it gives you, as a DM, a lot of ideas. It gives your players a lot of ideas on what they want from the next campaign. That's very useful when you, um, uh, as a DM, when like especially we're talking about Session Zero a couple a week or two back, I think. Um, and it's quite um, useful when you're doing that prep for the next campaign. Um, the nice and tidy ending is very satisfying to have it end that way. Because here's the thing is that when you hit that thing, well, your party has reached a point where, well, it's most likely they have achieved what they need to achieve. You can have like nice satisfying endings or their characters have them pop up in future campaigns as, you know, possible NPCs. And yeah, it's also like both are really, really good. Exactly. And again, as is so often the case, this is the kind of thing where it can be a spectrum and isn't necessarily an automatic A or B, because there are going to be some things that you just don't have the time to talk about as wrapping up, or you're just going to possibly even just forget some little detail and just leave that to be a thread out in the world. Like, or you may just plan to readdress something in more detail at some point in the future. However, this is another of those things that is just very interesting to me to think about in that you as a dungeon master generally are going to be playing in a large world, whether that is pre-written like official content like the Forgotten Realms or Eberron or what have you, or whether you are in a homebrew world. Generally speaking, worlds are really, really big. So when you are ending a game, it is important to consider, are you going to play the next game as a continuation in some way, whether that is just in characters or just in location, or are you going to be playing somewhere else? And that is absolutely something that will affect how you choose to end the game, because you as a dungeon master absolutely have the authority to decide, OK, we're going to wrap this game up, but then the next game that we play is going to be on this other continent 100 years in the past from our current timeline. And we're just going to be setting up some other, you know, world affecting events that happened in that time period. Like maybe in your current campaign, you like found out about some you know, like fallen society and then your players are just interested in like, oh, like what happened there? And you decide to play that as your next campaign. So if you to decide on whether you want to wrap up nice and neatly or whether you want to just leave more hanging can be influenced by what you want the next to be. Because if you are making some kind of time jump, whether that is forward or backwards, or whether you are just going to another continent, or if you're just playing in another world, then that would mean then it's kind of arguably better to leave the nice tidy ending where you do have all the details tied up because you may not actually go back to that timeline to address things. So if you're planning to start immediately where you left off, then yeah, it makes a lot of sense to leave more things to address. But if you are just going elsewhere or else when or what have you, then it is suggested at least to wrap things up nicely because 
if you're playing another campaign for a year or two, you may not have any fucking idea what the hanging threads were by the time you might go back to it. And that's unfortunate when that happens, but it definitely does, especially if it is just a home campaign and not something like us where, where we at least have it recorded to listen to it. But at a home game where you don't have that, then, yeah, that would be unfortunate to just accidentally leave things hanging that may never get addressed if you were to do that. So then we come to the planned ending. So, Nathan, as a dungeon master, how do you plan when or where to end a campaign? I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't say anything about doing it successfully. I said, how do you plan for it? Right, right. That's what we're talking about, exactly. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I can give some ideas, however. So, I'm planning an ending. Uh, generally speaking, y- y- I-, I had plans for how the first art was going to end. None of that happened because of uh, circumstances, but, uh, you know, <laughs> the. The whole thing is that um, one way that you can plan for possible, like a possible ending, is like okay, so let's say they they yeah they 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 found the final boss and the final boss happened. So one main things that you want to think about is what are going to happen to your players' characters, um, uh, like what what what's the result of this in the greater world, and that's generally what you'd be thinking about. Mm-hmm. So. This is another one that definitely can have some kind of sub bullet points to consider how to go about it, because how you end a game is infinitely variable. So the first question that I would ask myself as a DM when planning to end a game is, well, actually, it's kind of based on also whether you have a kind of sandbox kind of game style going where it is just that more open world or whether you are going on a specific journey or quest. Because if you have a specific quest, then yeah, then when that quest is done, you have the option at that point in time to decide, okay, we are done with the thing, and therefore this adventure is now complete. And that gives you a very static, known endpoint for yourself and for your players. On the other hand, if you do have that more kind of open world kind of game, then that becomes a lot more fuzzy, because there is not a set endpoint known. And that has pros and cons, because it means that you can keep going for a long campaign, but it does make it hard for the Dungeon Master and the players to know what is going to be the endpoint in the game. Because having players be directionless is something that can be rather troublesome, because it is unfortunate, to put it gently, in D&D, Anytime that players need to ask the dungeon master, well, now what? Because if they don't know what they should be doing or what they want to do, that's just not fun storytelling all around. So that is why it is just recommended for a DM to have some idea of where they want to end the game. And this is something, too, that you don't have to just decide in a vacuum. You can have a chat with your players at some point to just have an idea of with them. Do you guys want to just end the campaign after the current journey? 
Do you want to just continue exploring the world with these characters? Do you want to explore somewhere else with other characters? Do you want to just continue going and just continue with the same characters on and on and on until you get into even epic level D&D? So the latter is actually what I personally tend to do in my own DM'd games to the point where the current gods of my world are the party of PCs and, you know, their NPC friends from like three campaigns ago. We just kept playing and I gave them the option of like, okay, you guys are, you know, level 20, super rich. Like, do you guys want to, you know, arrange some kind of retirement for the characters? And they just didn't want to because these are characters that they'd been playing for like two years or so at that point, and they just wanted to keep going. So I just came up with an epic level continuation just ongoing and gave them options of, okay, like, how far do you guys want to go? Well, how far can we go? Well, I mean, most of the gods are dead because of shit that happened. So I guess technically there are some vacancies if you were to go for that. So they just made the choice. Okay, most of them decided to go on the path of divine ascension. Uh, I actually have one player who decided to do the opposite and ended up becoming a demon lord. And now those are just established characters in my world. So they have now become you know NPCs with the player's permission. And so now just the Pantheon is the former characters. We've got a demon lord and now his family are some of the most powerful down below. And that's just kind of set up in the world now. And that's something that my players appreciate that they had such a massive impact on the world itself because of just allowing the game to keep going. Is that something that I recommend for all DMs? Maybe, but not necessarily. Just deciding how far to let your players go is up to you. Like, do you tell them, you know, no, this is a world with established divinity and all that good stuff. And that like, once you get to level 20, you know, you got to figure out some kind of settle down or retire plan, or even just to decide, okay, you guys are just so powerful that you just end up leaving the material plane to go on planar adventures. And it's just that kind of ride off into the sunset kind of moment. And there is no wrong way to do that. It is any ending where the DM and the players agree that that is a good method to settle down is a good ending. The only way that you can have a bad ending as a dungeon master is when it is just so abrupt and unplanned that it isn't satisfying. So any ending that is satisfactory in any way is a good ending. So as long as you don't just decide, I'm bored and I'm done with this, let's do something else. That's the only thing that you shouldn't do. And even then, there can be exceptions, I suppose, because if you are playing a game where no one is having fun, then that is troublesome. So yeah, that's pretty bad, I mean, isn't it? You could decide to just scrap it and start over somewhere. but. God, I don't like the thought of doing that. I guess you can, but that is that is your worst case scenario right there. And just do anything to try to avoid that level of ending, or at least to try to get to some kind of wrap up point in the quest for those characters to just, you know, let them walk off in the sunset or retire or just 
do something. Just to just stop abruptly with no resolution is the least satisfying possible thing that you could do as a dungeon master. And please endeavor to never do that. Ugh, that just leaves a bad taste in my mouth to think about. It might be the peanut butter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, eating peanut butter before recording was not my best idea. <sighs> so... There are a lot of options to decide how to go about ending a campaign, whether it is to just realize that you've come to a point of resolution and to go ahead and end it when you realize that, or whether it is a planned ending of a satisfactory resolution for the current quest and or characters. There is almost no bad way to end a campaign, as long as you don't just get frustrated with your players and say rocks fall, everyone dies. Thanks for listening to this episode of Riffs and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash riftwakepodcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Riffs and Rules topics. Find us on social media, on Twitter, at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, on Reddit, on the subreddit, r slash Riftwake Podcast, and you can send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.